Hello, everybody. Crypto traders around the world. We're back with another episode of Crypto Talk Radio, found at CryptoTalkRadio.net, a.k.a. Basic Cryptonomics. Thank you for joining here today. My name is Leister. I'm your host. We've got a couple topics I want to go through. First, let's get the particulars out of the way, and then we'll jump right into this. Once again, that site is CryptoTalkRadio.net. That's where you're going to find all of our past, present, and future podcast episodes. The podcast is on all major podcasting platforms as well. Feel free to check that out. Let us know what you think. Link at the top says contact. Click that. Fill out the form. Come straight in. We read each and every one of those. We appreciate hearing feedback from our listeners, whether you're a subscriber or not. We would appreciate your subscription if you're a first-time listener. We again welcome you here. We think you're going to find it's completely different from any other crypto podcast that's out there. And hopefully you get great enrichment to the point that you feel like you want to spread the word out there. The last thing I'll call out is our triad membership. The triad is where we are trying to build a community of serious investors, not the kids that say the word Jeet and say the word Keck and can't half read. We're talking serious investors that believe there's something to this cryptocurrency thing and they want to talk to other grown adults, other serious people. Get away from the toxicity. Check it out on the site. Click on triad. It'll tell you about our different tiers for joining the full on triad. If you still have questions, you can join us in our discord channel. CryptoTalkRadio.net slash Discord will take you straight there. And anybody will be happy to answer any questions you may have. Given that, let's go ahead and jump right into our content for today's episode. Hello, once again out there, CryptoTalkRadio.net is back with another episode that's going to have some humor and comedy that I haven't done in a while, but I think it's about that time. I want to give people the opportunity to laugh a little bit, have a little bit of a chuckle because I I had a laugh and I thought it was good. And this is not about any one person. It's just the situation. And I think that cryptocurrency is in kind of this weird spot. And so people are getting stressed and they're getting frustrated and desperate in some cases, flustered in other cases. I wanted to talk about all that. Let's do some numbers and crash course through this so we can get to the good stuff. Using Coindesk.com, and I zoomed out to the month chart, focusing largely on Ethereum for now. Ethereum is, if I look at it, more red than green. Ethereum held low of 1845-ish, high of about 1860. That's middling. It's not going down, but the graph tells you that it's headed downward. What does that mean? I think there's a couple of things in play with the numbers, just the numbers. Then we'll get into this other nonsense. So, if you didn't know that we're we're kind of anxiously anticipating what's going on with the the economy and rates and what's what's good, you know the fourth quarter going to look like basically as we get very close to it we're we're trying to see are we poised to have more money flow into cryptocurrency I talked about how you can tell whether or not we're headed towards something strong positive or not And it really goes around the total market cap that's in all cryptocurrency, which you can see on any of these sites. Uh, Coindesk.com has it. TradingView.com has it. Any of these sites have it. You're looking for the figure that says total market cap and for years, at least one and a half years for sure. That number has not gone significantly past $1.21 trillion. Trillion dollars. That's across all cryptocurrency. Then you look at the shares. The vast majority of this is what? Bitcoin. But the total number itself tells us a story. You can actually watch it and see when that number goes down. Let's say like right now, it's at $1.19 trillion. 
And cryptocurrency is largely red across the board. There's some red on the year to date, and some people don't understand. We're actually up from where we were last year. It doesn't feel like it, but we're up from where we were because remember, Bitcoin went as low as 16 grand. I showed this picture on social media. People didn't believe me. So we're actually up from last year, but we're in a weird spot because there's all this stuff floating around uncertainty. I don't, I don't want to say fear, uncertainty, cryptocurrency, uncertainty in the market, uncertainty in the economy, uncertainty overseas. I would speculate, and it's only my theory, that all the turmoil happening with Russia is having less of an effect. So that's at least good if I'm right. I can't say that I am. I would say that the price of gold is playing an effect, at least a little bit. I would say that the stock market is playing an effect. I think all of these are playing an effect in what we're seeing in cryptocurrency. But I also believe firmly a lot of this is money moving one place to the other. People are chasing or they're running in some cases. We see over here green candles. We jump over there. That's one set of traders. Or on the flip, we see this is going down, say on the stock side, and we dump out and go to crypto that happens to be going on a run. Either way, whatever the strategy, whatever the reason, whatever the thought process for people, I've always said, I don't think we're going to have too long to go before we get more positive. But the most recent numbers that you see don't make everybody feel good. Here's the, set, here's the, the catch on this. Here's the flip on this. If we accept right now, and I'm going to make a statement of fact, and I'm going to present it as a statement of fact, which is rare for me. If we accept that largely 2024 is not going to have the bull run that we expected and that we're actually out of ways, we're out years, what does that mean? It means that it'll be harder to entice people to get in. If it's harder to entice people to get in, it goes back to the total market cap. It means that the run will be slower, even if we do get there. So let's take 2025. If we don't get there by 2025, I think we're going to lose more momentum because it's been going on so long. I think some of the people that were in when it ran up 2021 are being disillusioned right now because they're seeing that things are simply not recovering and they don't really understand why. And despite giving all these factors, I said before that sentiment plays a big factor in this. You can't necessarily just go off graphs because sentiment plays a huge, huge factor in everything that's going on. We also have unfortunate uncertainty with our president in the United States. We have unfortunate uncertainty with war situations. We have unfortunate uncertainty with gold, unfortunate uncertainty with oil, unfortunate uncertainty with electric vehicles because they rush to a damn thing and possible resurgences of COVID and so other things. There's all these things, right? And all these things make people nervous. But also, there was, a, and this is one of my joke things, it was a joke, but some people actually had to leverage themselves. They took out loans against their cryptocurrency. And as a result, they get wrecked because they're not able to pay it back or they didn't pay it back in time. And the price is going down, and so they have to pay back those loans do the uh, issuers of the loan. So then that just what hurts the price of cryptocurrency, but it also hurts people's sentiment because they think that crypto is a scam because they got liquidated. You know, that kind of thing happens without crypto. It happens on the regular side. If you have collateral, that's physical collateral, let's say a car, you do a loan and you don't pay it back, they'll take your car. That's why they do title loans because they hold the title. If they hold the title, essentially they own the car. 
It's the same thing with cryptocurrency if you choose to leverage yourself to borrow money. But what also happens is you have people who were getting locked out of their bank accounts, people whose funds were being restricted, people whose funds were being blocked, people whose funds were being redirected on the fiat side. So now there's uncertainty about your money being locked into something that's digital, even if it's not crypto, it's just a bank. So then what happens? You go on ATM runs like I did, Leicester, CryptoTalkRadio.net. Well, then what happens? Because of the scam, that is, all of these different organizations, all these different businesses refuse to take cash. They'll force you to do a debit card. They'll force you to do a credit card. They'll force you to have your name on it. So you can't really do a prepaid, you know, like a gift card. Has to be a prepaid with your name on it that basically is backed by a bank because they're all in on it. They're all in on forcing you into a digital something. So what do people do? What most people do is they don't trust the bank. They don't trust hardly anything. They cash out and then they'll put it in something else. Well, there's something else used to be cryptocurrency. Right now, I don't think we have that outlet. And because it's so hard to get into cryptocurrency, and I know some people will say it's not hard. It is when you're the layman person. As I said, we should be able to just walk into any store and purchase this thing without having to show our, uh, almost cussed, freaking ID. That's how it should be. We should not to give our ID. We should not to give our name. It should be purchased and sold because if it's true that Bitcoin's a commodity, there's no reason we should have to do these things. Since we're forced to do these things, it's to turn off certain people. Those people then are trapped. They're trapped in a bank who holds their funds. They're trapped with these Venmo or Cash App or whoever locking their funds. So then PayPal comes out with a stable coin. And they say, well, we'll let you trade our cryptocurrency with our stablecoin. Well, PayPal is the worst offender to locking funds. What am I getting at? This sounds like a rant. It's not. I wanted, I'm prefacing all the stuff that happened very recently to tell you one thing. They're all in it together. They're all in it together. Whether it's banks, whether it's cryptocurrency exchanges, whether it's government entities, they're a stock. They're all in it together. It's all built to this point of tricking people into a corner to where you don't have the flexibility that you should have. What people should be able to take their fiat in fiat form, not locked in a bank, not on a card, not subject to any sort of KYC, walk into a store and purchase cryptocurrency if it truly is a commodity like any other commodity that the stores sell. That's what should happen. Because if we could do this, we would have a much higher total market cap we would have a lot more confidence in cryptocurrency because even if the prices were still volatile, you'd still have the opportunity to purchase into stable coins, which don't have necessarily that same volatility. Just something to think about. And I wanted to make sure that I at least shared that because as I was watching all the fiasco that was happening here recently, it got me thinking that we're in a worse spot due to the way that all of these jack-offs are all in it together. They're all in it together to trap people. And certain people are just wiping their hands of it. That's not good for anybody. I'm not telling you what to do with your money. I'm telling you that it doesn't look good from the way of sentiment. It's all about sentiment. And I think sentiment is damaged. I don't know if we'll ever get it back. Now, let's talk about the funny stuff. Let's talk about the good stuff. Let's have some fun and I'll wrap up. This will be a quick episode, I promise. I have covered on separate occasions two projects. I'm going to be discussing three. Two of the three are two that I covered. I'm going to cover the one I didn't cover. We cover that one first. And it's not coverage of the token, 
its coverage of some of the communication that's happening. Bencoin, which isn't a coin, but still Bencoin from BitBoy Crypto, Ben Armstrong. I did Battle of the Beards, just sharing what was said between the two of these people and the sentiment out there. Recently, there have been a number of people discussing this Bencoin. I've avoided it. It doesn't get a lot of hype on social media, fortunately, but BitBoy Crypto does, so I avoid it. But it's gotten a lot of chatter, reasonable amounts of chatter. And I've just kind of sat and watched it, and I understand what they're trying to do. And I've, you know, it's if they're legit, it'll, as I said, let's give them some time, see if they make it work. I was looking at comments, and Bleaves, all of what I'm going to talk about here came from Bleaves' uh, videos that he's done recently. And I'm focusing on the comments, and I wanted to share my thoughts on the comments. Not the token, because it's whatever, but my thoughts on the comments. First, here's what happened that started this business. Apparently, and I'm not in this thing, but apparently there's multiple tokens in play. One is the Ben coin, one is this Dubai coin, whatever. Apparently, some people sold. I said before that in a lot of these token projects, they're robbing Peter to pay Paul. They're just selling off one and going chasing green candles, right? Apparently, I didn't see this, but apparently... People were dumping out of Bencoin to buy into Dubai coin because Dubai coin started to gain a little bit of chatter on social media. I didn't see that personally. I wasn't paying attention for it, but let's take it on face. That's what happened, right? So then Bleeze was talking on the video about, you know, this is stupid and Dubai coin's not going to go anywhere. And, you know, Ben's here. Why did you do that? That didn't make any sense. Or buy into both. And apparently BitBoy had said, you know, we're not telling you to drop this. We're telling you to consider it. And as I said, the thought is that you're going to buy into multiple, but people don't think that way. People chase green candles. And in many cases, they YOLO in one project. Diversification of portfolio simply is not a standard, which is a failure of education, I argue. So then a lot of people chimed in on this video, and I'm going to focus on a couple of them, not all of them. I'm going to focus on a couple of them. First one. User Manny M three three one eight says, "Quote: You were wrong about Ben, and about to be wrong about DubX, which is apparently the Dubai coin. Ben here and Ben that, and still nothing." Quote: I'll invest in I am Crypto Wolfie over Ben any day of the week. Now, the weird thing about this, I am Crypto Wolfie is on uh, Twitter. The weird thing is, I think I am Crypto Wolfie was presenting this Dubai X coin, but. I thought, and again, I don't follow it, but I thought BitBoy and CryptoWolfie were at some way aligned. So it seemed, I they caught my eye to say, I'm going to support this person over here. I'm not going to support this person over there, but the two people are aligned. If I'm right that they're aligned. I thought that was weird because I'm like, okay, I don't know what's going on there. User SammyS851 says, quote, I believe in the Ben plan and its future as I've been holding from the start and still accumulating. I am also a DubX investor. Can't comprehend why you would make such a statement about DubX as it's nothing but a pump coin. I like your show, but as for this one, you sounded foolish attacking DubX. So trying to unravel this, I think what they're saying, see, it's the way this person said it's weird, but I think what they're saying is I support both and I don't know why. I think what they meant is to say, why you would say that DubX is nothing but a pump coin, as in saying he doesn't believe that it is, 
he took it that Blees was implying that it is. I didn't get a sense that Blees was implying that. I think Blees was implying that from a long-term potential perspective, Ben seemed to have the greater long-term perspective, and that's his opinion on it. I mean, it is what it is, I guess. I don't know. It's weird. It's just weird. User Daniel Walker 4624 says, quote, 5,000 and Ben is just a shit show. I'm still holding for the long run. Hopes and dreams. Only thing holding on for the long shot. Is it really hopes and dreams? Because I know they did some advertisements on like um, bus deals. And so I know Ben's doing something. I know there's activity happening. I know there's transactional things going on. So I don't know that it's just hopes and dreams. If we're talking hopes and dreams, that's like world coin. I'll get there in a second. So I don't know. And then other people were attacking, you know, Blees personally. And I don't know if people weren't paying attention, but it's like, you know, he works out. So people call him fat. I don't know. Anyway, user Finichat GPT says, quote, worse is happening to Ben Coin, bro. Stop trying to pump your bag on someone else's money and act like the good guy. Everyone's down 80% plus, And you're talking about giving advice of projects that are down less clown. Okay. I don't know what that really means. So, Again, I haven't followed that ecosystem. I don't know, but it seems like it just seems like there's already this level of toxicity. It seems like there's already this level of coyotes attacking each other and not just kind of rolling with it, which is going to go to my my next one here. But I, I was disappointed to see this because, again, I don't follow it myself, but geez, it's not it's not even that old. I think it's only just a couple months old and they've already got this level of toxicity where they can't they're just eating each other. Presumably, again, I assumed that these two people were aligned somehow. And so you should, there should be a synergy, right? And I, I would assume this. I don't, I don't know. So the other one then, and I said before, when I did the coverage on this one, I did the coverage on YouTube. And the main thing I said about this one is it's about its community because its community was its strongest asset. If its community breaks down, it's going to fail. That's why straight said, and that's all I said. And I had diehards in the community attack me 10 ways to Sunday. And I marinated in the cut. It was what it was. Fast forward and the toxicity started to grow and grow and grow. I had noticed it, it was obvious. And so they, they tried to do the, they did the best they could to manage it and corral it and constrain it. When whatever happened, and I don't go to telescam, but when whatever happened with, and the project here is Volt, by the way, when the whatever happened in Telescam, where apparently influencers were being dismissed and there was some upheaval and Pablo Crow, and I don't know, but there was something that happened where the game changed and people started to be dissatisfied with what they were seeing. I don't know what that was or why or what went wrong, but recently there was a major dump, major dump. Lee puts a video up and he's describing what happened, which was apparently. Some people in the community, I didn't even know this was set up, but apparently some people in the community had gone to this site called CoinRabbit and they got liquidated. So they, what they did is CoinRabbit offers loans for your cryptocurrency. And if you don't pay it back or they go too far down past the threshold, so basically there's a risk percentage. And if you go too far past it, they send you alerts. Unfortunately, it's all about text messages, but they send you alerts warning you. But because of downward you know, price movement, it hits the threshold and then they're going to liquidate your assets to pay back the loan. So allegedly, apparently a number of people had gotten quote wrecked on this business. So what Blees was simply saying is, you know, everybody that went this route 
you know, you said that you're a, you're vaulted and you're part of the community and you're loyal only to go there and basically pimp out your money. He didn't say that. That's my words. Pimp out your money. If you needed the money, fine, but you harmed the overall community with this. It was a significant drop. So then people responded and these weren't too bad, but I want to just cover them a little bit. User Optimum Hustle says, quote, so many people were irresponsible with coin rabbit. It's shocking how many people remain thick, despite what we always preach about over leveraging. So yes, this is true, but I we don't know the situation around why they took the loan in the first place. So that's question number one that I think the industry, the business has never answered is why are people going to the loans in the first place? If it's like a payday loan, you know, kind of float some money until the next paycheck, maybe, but it's a trap and please call that out too. It's, it's kind of a trap. And so you, you, you almost have to condition yourself not to fall into it. I'm not saying that it's easy. I'm saying that it's necessary as somebody who relied on payday loans in a distant past young self. I know what it is. You know, you get in and it sounds good. And it's at some point, it's just not worth it. It's not, you're going to be falling in a trap and you're falling behind. And there, this one, Coin Rabbit, is nowhere near, it's nowhere near as vulture as some of these other ones like checking the cash. All I'm saying is that you have to kind of figure out a way to wean off of reliance on those types of loans or make sure that the only amount that you're putting in there is the money that you're okay losing. And certainly in this case, there had to be a significant amount of volt put in to cause the level of drop that we saw. I'm, I can't tell people what to do with their money. I'm just saying the level of drop I saw, if it was really Coin Rabbit doing this level, that's pretty darn bad. User Liquid Dutch 3979 says, quote, many investors are simply not responsible. Coin Habit, he means Coin Rabbit, used in the right way is actually a bullish tool, but it comes with responsibility. No one can time the market and many got wrecked because they just simply couldn't pay it back. And of course that happens a lot and it's kind of unfortunate. So I think with Volt, I don't know. See, the whole thing about loyal to a project, I don't, I don't subscribe to this. Like that guy on um, Seifu who said, quote, Mary to his bag. I've never been supportive of this idea of being overly loyal to a one project. I believe in diversification. I believe that you should buy into multiple things because it just makes sense. It's the smartest strategy I think possible to insulate yourself from these. I know that Volt has advocated the idea that nobody should really dump off the project. But as I said on my one about cults, the truth is people are going to do what people are going to do. And you can't stop them. And this is a great example of it. Well, then how do you insulate against it? I don't know that Volt did significantly more than it's always done or that they could have done anything more than what they've done to have protected against this. Like it was, it's almost like at some point it was going to happen. I noticed also recently, it looks like, I can't say for sure, but I did compare the contract address against the site. It looks like reflections are gone. I, the site doesn't confirm that it, they are, but I don't see them doing reflections. And if there's a burn, it looks like it's a small burn. I don't know this. I'm not giving statement of definitive fact. I'm saying that it appears to be that the tokenomics have now drastically changed. Certainly they dropped the supply. I'm talking about the things that, at least from a perspective, benefit of the user appear to be gone, which might, I didn't, I'm not, no facts, might play into some loss of sentiment. The toxicity I called out, possibly promoting and, and getting worse, that might play in. I don't know. But it's unfortunate to see because again, 
of all the projects I saw out there, it seemed like it was one of the stronger ones. Just it needed the community to be solid and remain solid. And that changed. Something changed where that was no longer the case. The other one that I'll talk about here, and I've done coverage on this one on a couple of occasions, I stopped because I saw that the, the plan wasn't going to work. And this was like a year ago. I saw it wasn't going to work. And that's Terra Luna Classic. And if you remember, I even had the long challenge and I, I did a call out and I said, some of these influencers and some of these validators, why aren't you burning some of your stuff, bro? Why am I doing the burns? How come I can do it and you can't? And none of them wanted that smoke and come back get my credit. And then all of a sudden I saw like Classy Crypto, who's a validator. And he started talking about, you know, we should burn. You know, months after I tried to call people to do this stuff and nobody was listening. Okay. People started veering away from the idea of burns. Zeradar has some issues. He's leaving. There's all sorts of turmoil and disruption as tends to happen and was going to happen when they opened it up to Telescan. That was the moment things started to derail with Terra Luna Classic. They opened it up to Telescan. When it was Discord exclusive, it was a lot more positive, even though stuff wasn't getting done. And so I backed off. I stopped doing coverage because I saw that something was not working right. Lee's did a video recently. He's talking about some of the, you know, some of these that he he'll cover all these different proposals that are out there in the Dow and what he thinks about the proposals and, you know, classy crypto. In this case, he was talking about classy cryptos backing out. He's not going to be a validator. You need to get your shut out. Right. And so <laughs> as he's breaking this down, he's also talking about one of the proposals in particular that essentially is talking about not paying people. And this has gone back and forth about the pay for the services. When this started, it was volunteer. Later, they wanted to try to get some money. This started some turmoil. People weren't really happy. And so now here we are again talking about this compensation business, which goes to the comments that I wanted to talk. User Marcin7189 says, quote, yep, I sold 15% of my lunk today. Fuck it. Fuck devs. Okay. User Subigo79 says, quote, Classy says some bullshit FUD stating some platforms are delisting Lung and some other bullshit. I didn't see, because I don't follow Classy, I didn't see him say something about that. I do know, like on CoinMarketCap, there was chatter that Luna Classic was going to be delisted, and that's because of the price. When the price goes to a certain level, the exchanges might kick you off. They did it. They did it for a number of them. Um, Shinja, I think, got kicked off exchanges. Uh, Crypto Cowboy Token got kicked off. So when it gets to a certain level low, they are at risk of being kicked off. I did see that myself. I don't know if it's FUD, though, because if it's true that they are at risk, then they're at risk is whatever. All of this was around this pool of money. There's like a pool of USTC that they wanted to burn, and then there was questions about whether we should burn it, and there's and that just made it worse. User 3EVTV2 says, quote, Lunk robbed everybody. And at this point, they're just rubbing in our faces. Quote, MacPay101 says, quote, you just said harmony, but you criticized the person that used the word harmonist. He actually said harmonize uh, in the proposal because what that person was saying was in the proposal, we need to get back on track. We need to get back to being a strong community. And the only way we can do this is to make sure that stuff's getting done. And the only way we can do that is to make sure that they're only getting paid when stuff's getting done. That's the mantra of this. User Marco Fluff says, quote, sadly, I sold my bag and bought XRP, but I will get it back, get back in it in the future. Okay. 
User Scott Sayer 6012 says, quote, the price keeps going down month after month. That's kind of a problem. User Stephen Jennings 239 says, quote, it isn't about working for free. It's about getting paid for completed tasks. You don't pay a contractor in full before he pounds the first nail, do you? Why don't you come up with a proposal instead of criticizing every other one that's get put forward? And of course, I user kids pro TV 5501 says, quote, you motherfucker seems you want money, not good of lunk. Somebody shut down this clown channel. Coin is getting down because clowns like you, you sowie, I think he means say, with your mouth, it's down. But yeah, what's the problem? It's a game. You motherfucker. So I, I don't know if that's true. The accent, I just had to put something on there. So <laughs> Luna Classic has, first of all, when this all started, right, when, when the thing crapped out and Terror Rebels came up, I said, you need to manage your hopium. There was no guarantees with this business. And it was highly, it was, it was a long play and it was really extremely challenging. See, people sold a lot of the investors on the idea of we can rebuild, we can burn, we can do all these things and we can repeg and get everything back up to do, to do, do, do of the peak of $127. There's billions and billions of dollars of debt in this business. It wasn't going to happen. And I said, manage your hopium. Nobody listened to Leicester here at CryptoTalkRadio.net when I said that. The reason I said that is because it was a long shot. There was, it was extremely challenging to do this. It wasn't like it was impossible, but you, number one, didn't really have the right people. They said themselves, we're going to try. We can't make any guarantees. We don't know what we're up against here until we get in. And then once they got in it, they realized, oh, crap, this is harder than we thought it was. We need some money here. Doop, doop, doop. And then the community flacked on that. Here's where I'm just going to reflect here, and then we'll wrap up. Here's where it should have gone. When Terror Rebels came in, they should never have come in with the message that they would do it for free. They should never have come in talking about they didn't want to be paid because they did that. Nobody should have come in wanting to volunteer. Like, if you think about it. If you needed to, yes, sure, your neighbor might help you put up a fence or your whatever might help you do something, help you move or something. Sure, cordial, basic things. But now once you're talking about a house, right, unless you're in Haiti, you're not going to have people just volunteer to build you a house for free. Your government damn sure is not going to let you have it, the land, for free. The things are not free. And so when you have something like this, the expectation should have been one of skepticism. I'm skeptical of your claim you're going to do this for free. I don't buy it. I would rather we agree to some sort of compensation term so that we make sure you get paid so we don't have to deal with this later. Instead, the community, largely based on FOMO, jumped on board of a message that said we'll do this for free and rebuild this and help repeg this and it'll go back to its all-time high of 100 something dollars per when it was extremely unlikely to happen. And I'm not saying this to say, nee, 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 do, do, do. I'm saying, let's think through what happened here. What happened here and what continues to happen and will continue to happen is a disconnect between the investors who only gave a damn about the profit and whoever comes in, Terror Rebels, Level 1, whoever, whatever, coming in, making promises their ass can't back up. That's the disconnect. They're not on the same page. It's all about community. 
it all, all three of these, it's all about community. If your community starts to crack, it's going to tank the project. I've seen it time and again. I've talked about it time and again. It happened with Paratoga. It's happening with EverRise. It's happening with these three for sure. SHIB is only recovering because of the potential that Shibarium becomes a thing. However, the SHIB token itself is still struggling a little bit because as built, the SHIB token is not going to do anything to contribute to it. It's all about Bone. Bone was never advertised. Bone has not sold the vast majority of SHIB traders. The community has been damaged because allegedly, I didn't say this, but allegedly, Shatoshi makes promises and things fail. So there was a theory that might happen again here where they say Shibarium is going to come out and it won't happen. It's all about the community, folks. If the community cannot keep it together, you're going to fail. And this largely goes around telescam because telescam, I've argued, contributes to the damage in these communities because it's not built for that crap. It's built for scammers to hide their tracks. That's the truth of it. If you don't believe me, I challenge anybody, CryptoTalkRadio.net, hit the contact form and tell me of a project who has focused in telescam that has been successful in the long term. Name one of them. And we have to be clear about the definition of success. I'm not talking about some temporary pump and dump like most of the graphs you see out there. I'm talking sustained, long-term success. You're not going to come up with If you think you can, please do. I don't think you're going to come up with one. If you find one, I'll call it out on the show and I'll do a coverage of it and we'll talk it out and see if it really was successful because the definition of success is pretty darn clear. I'm not telling you not to invest in any of these things. I'm not telling you what to do with your money. I'm not telling you that they're scams. I'm not telling you any of this. I'm saying that the community is, is the key, has always been the key because it's all we have because we're not getting new money in cryptocurrency. And the reason we're not getting new money in cryptocurrency, first of all, is the barrier of entry. Second, when they get in there, they see garbage like this and they get turned off. If you can't keep sentiment in track, you're going to turn people off. When you turn people off, they're going to go elsewhere. They'll just go either to Bitcoin or leave crypto altogether because it's not worth it because they see it's a bunch of children bantering back and forth about a thing. That's what we've got. And that's unfortunate. It's really sad. Last note, and it's just a couple sentences. If you're watching WorldCoin, you're seeing it crap in value. How long the crapping will last, I don't know. But you're seeing it crap in value as Leicester told you, you don't want to come back and give my credit, but Leicester told you, it's, it looks like it's overpriced to me. And I said that the graph is likely to be like Zen, XEN. That's exactly what it looks like. I'm not clairvoyant about these things. It's obvious. When you're giving away tokens, that's what happens because people are just selling it. They don't really care about sustained or long-term or any of that kind of stuff. So be careful. Whatever it is that you're getting in, just be careful. That's why I said I'm not calling any of these scams. I'm just saying be careful. Don't invest more than what you can afford to lose. Don't over-leverage yourself. Make sure there's food on the table. Make sure there's a roof over your freaking head. Make sure your family's taken care of. Because that's what's important. The rest, the rest will come and go. That's going to do it for today's episode of Crypto Talk Radio, found at CryptoTalkRadio.net. I want to thank you for listening here today. I know you have choices, whether you're a new listener or a subscriber. We appreciate each and every one of you. Check out our site, CryptoTalkRadio.net. We have a contact form, the link's at the very top. We'd love to hear from you and how we're doing and what you like or what you don't like. We read each and every one of those. Also, check out our triad. The triad is a community that we're working to build forward of smart, strong, smart investors, the ones that want to lead us into the next generation of cryptocurrency to evolve cryptocurrency into a more mature investment strategy for people 
help people as they're growing and they get into this space. We don't want the ones that say the word Jeet and the ones that say the word Kek. We want the ones that treat this as a serious thing. Join us on our journey. Until next time, take care, be safe. Please don't YOLO into projects, any project. It doesn't matter what it is. Be smart with your investments. Make sure you always keep a roof over your head, food on your table. Your family comes first. Don't get stuck in this. Our goal is to try to help keep you safe, but we're only an informing source. There are a lot of sources out there, some of which are not really looking out for you. They're looking out for themselves. So always be careful with the advice that you take and what you do with that information is up to you, but just be smart about it is all we ask. See you next episode.